Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, it's Mike. Solar Religion Dystopia Knowing versus Belief. Oh, gosh. Happy New Year's, by the way. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a happy pagan New Year's. Or, or whatever. Um, allegedly, January the 2nd, 2018. Allegedly. Now I'm overdressed. Shoot. It's underdressed now and overdressed. Hold on a second. There's no be some wrestling and some noise. Professional all the way. So, I asked to read uh, James and First John. Take a break from uh, focusing on the dark side. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm going to do. So, but I must say. Uh, What I witnessed yesterday is very disturbing. The dark side is definitely ramping up and definitely uh lots of prayers, a lot do a lot of praying again and yep, spiritual attacks are on the increase, but of course a lot of it is because of uh me and my weakness of my uh I guess you know my faith, so on my part, but uh, that on my own part of this battle, but also this, uh, the ramping up too is more than just m- me. Um, at some point this in the next few weeks, I would like to uh, take some pictures of uh, what the demonic realm has actually been doing around my area in the forest. That's my son. <laughs> hey Chase, I'm recording, buddy. So try not to make so much noise. Anyways, uh, yeah, um, what a way, what a way to start this recording. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. 
Yeah, Chase, I'm recording now, so keep it down, all right? None of this rake, Chase, none of this screaming and all that, you know, all right? All right. I'm going to be reading on the Bible, buddy. So, anyways, that's the way it's going to be. So, uh, yeah, there's some some heavy things going on throughout the uh, world. Uh, if it's happening here, it's happening probably everywhere. And it has... Uh, so I just would ask you to pray for your own community, um, for uh, the body of Christ, and pray for everyone. And if you have prayers for me, that'd be great. Hey, by the way, though, there's the, one of the folks that uh, uh, I keep him nameless on because uh, I think that's probably how he'd want it to be. But him and another one of his friends uh, blessed me and my son with some help. Which was desperately needed as of financial help it was the first time that I've had that from anybody who's been listening to me or following me in a couple of years. So <laughs> it really came in handy. Thank you. So I made sure there was some food on the plate. So thanks. Um, and by the way, and that wasn't because I spent money on Christmas because I didn't. <laughs> And it was very frugal, uh, you know, for the month of December, and still Satan managed to do something to my bank account. I've got a speeding ticket in that month, too. $120 speeding ticket on the highway. Can you believe that? Speeding ticket. 71 miles an hour. I got the speeding ticket, and I know darn well I wasn't going any faster than anybody else. But I got the speeding ticket. And it was it was 11 o'clock in the morning, so but I got a speeding ticket. There's one of those cameras or something out, so. Not much you can do about much anything. You know, that's the first speeding ticket I've received. What's the big deal about that is, it's the very first speeding ticket I've received in 20-some years. (laughs) Yeah, that's just one of the many things that happened in the the month of December. If somebody doesn't want me to be on the path that I'm on, so someone did, seriously doesn't want me to be on the path that I'm on. Uh, letter to James, chapter one. James, a servant of God, and a letter to Jesus, of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. Greeting, my brethren. Count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not and it shall be given him can you believe that I can believe that 
my son's always super, super, most of the time really quiet. I start recording, and he starts making all sorts of noise. <laughs> gotta love it. Just you just you have to sometimes. You just gotta just laugh, and just say just it's just again it's endless, 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 endless. Now he's talking about bacon. It's apropos, isn't it? No, we don't eat. We haven't had bacon in a long time, by the way. So, <laughs> bacon, 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 bacon. Really? Well, hopefully you don't hear it too much. Usually, if you do hear anything in the background, it's the it's the uh, it's his parakeets, his budgies. But nope. It's him today, so that's all right. Ah, he's probably getting stir crazy. You know, it's just the uh, Christmas vacation, the pagan holidays. And in the past two, you know, last week he was off. And of course, last week, all the craziness going on with the spiritual attacks. And, uh, of course, the giant demonic Nephilim like spirits attacking us. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting how some people see that in those pictures and others don't. Uh, the one thing I tell people is they have to stop it. Most people are not patient enough. you got to watch it two or three times. Many people say, I, I don't see anything. But the first time you look at it, you've you, you got to adjust your eyes. You've got to, you, you, you're looking at something that you've never seen before. And it doesn't match up with the, uh, the stuff that you've seen in videos of artist renderings. You're looking at spirits. Not artist renderings. It's just like when you're dealing with, um, you know, planets. Artist renderings of the fake heliocentric model, and you see these artist renderings of planets, and then when you first see them for the first time from, say, telescopes, and then they don't look the same, not even close. And so you have to adjust your way of seeing things, so because your eyes in your mind wants to project what you've been taught all your life over it, you know, that these images that the Netflix. Hold on a second. Chase! Chase Adams! Two things. You need to keep it down and you need to keep the video down a little bit, okay? Okay, come here, Chase. Chase, Chase. Chase, the video's okay now. I was guess I don't know if that was a was that a commercial or something. Yeah, though. The video's fine then. Just keep it down just a little bit. I mean, if I'm hearing stuff like. I was trying to. I know it's tough. I know. Hey, you know what you could do? Close your door. Yeah. No, I can scream. That's not, uh, no, no, don't. Not so you can scream, but you don't have to worry so much about the noise. Jeez, no one ever thought of that. I didn't even think of that. That's not that smart at all. I don't know if that helps any, but should muffle a little bit. Nah, it doesn't help at all. What is it about children's voices that carry? I don't know. Anyways, um, 
it's gonna be very difficult to focus. Anyways, thank you. Uh, you know, it's funny. The past uh, the past week, past uh, two weeks have been the most intense uh, and most blessed time and most difficult time. I guess that's just the way it is. And uh, for those you know who are, who are worried about me and what this what's the path that this is going to take me. You know, all I can do is just put my trust in the Lord. So, and uh, you know, I gotta be be as a child here, as as our Lord says. You know, you gotta be as a child, right? Um, and we're and you know wherever He takes me. So, you know, I can't worry about losing that which is important to me in this world because Jesus has to be first. So, and whatever happens, happens. So, because I don't own anything in this world, anyways. This, you know, everything has been given to me uh, from my son on down. It's, you know, as far as legally, as far as the world goes, I don't have any of it legally. In other words, the government can take my son away anytime it wants to. Uh, the government can take uh, the clothes off my back anytime it wants to. Everything that I have here uh, that wants to. So there's really not much I have. So the only thing that really matters in the end of the day is my relationship with Jesus. And Jesus is the one that gives, you know, in the end of the day, you know, God gives what gives and takes away, really allows things to happen. What I mean by all that is, is that although, you know, uh, the government and, you know, has all these legal rights and who who keeps uh, them at bay? Who keeps Caesar at bay? The Spirit of God and His angels keep it, uh, the demons and Caesar at bay. Or else, you know, if the, the demons and its and the devil and his minions had their way, I'd be destroyed a long time ago. So, so would you? I mean, I know it's an awful lot of people that, that have been, right? And we know that the history of mankind has been that way. So uh, so you can't worry about things like that because it could happen today. It could happen while I'm reading this. You know, so, you know, hey, hit and run, thoughtful. hopefully it was a thoughtful warning And I hope Mary wasn't involved in it, and and uh, you know others outside of Jesus, and the Holy Ghost, and you know anything, anything, any or anyone outside of the the Trinity was involved with the warning. But um, thank you for the warning, by the way. For this is someone who listens, keep anonymous. Um, Concerned about, you know, I need to keep things low key for a while as far as exposing and the demons and the devil. But uh, yeah, I need to recharge my batteries. And they're right. They're right. You know, you do. I need to focus on the Bible a little bit in prayer before I go back at it again. I don't know if it's just for a day or two or for a week. 
But I'm not giving it up because it's what's my job is, right? My job is, it's all our jobs. It's to serve our Lord and Savior and expose the darkness. So, But I think probably a lot of things that's going on too is some of the things that I've said that's been said probably uh, in some of the interviews and things I've said, you know, but... Uh, I don't know if anything that I would say differently. Okay, let's get into this James stuff. Okay. Knowing this and trying your faith, work with patience. And let patience have her perfect work, and that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, and give to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave, and seed is driven uh, with the, the wind and toss. For uh, let not that man think, that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of the low degree rejoice in, his, in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with the burning heat, but in withering of the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perishes. Perish fifth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive a crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say, when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempteth he any man. <clears throat> but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when he, he then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is a, from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights. Isn't that interesting? Fathers of lights. With whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, 
Let every man be swift to hear, or slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive the meekness that engraft word that that meekness the graft word which is able to save your soul. So let's try that whole <laughs> let's just try that whole verse again, shall I? Huh? Remember them it's not right. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity, superfluity of naughtiness and receive the meekness, the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. (laughs) For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion, undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows and their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. there you go. Pure religion is that, right? To visit the widows and their afflictions. Visit the fatherless and the widows and their afflictions. And they keep themselves unspotted from the world. That's pure religion, right? And undefiled before God and the Father. If any man among you seems to be religious and and writeth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is is vain. So there's the hearer or the doer of the work. So... Makes you think, you know, where where do we stand with our our faith in 
and Christ, right? What are we actually doing? Uh, are we doers of the word, or are we just uh, posers? Huh? Yep. In a lot of ways, it's uh, quite a condemnation when it comes to the body of Christ. And I look at myself, too. Filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Receive with meekness the engrafted word. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's it's quite dangerous. You know, what I see that this, you know, let's move on. My brethren, this is not chapter 2 of James. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. For if there come unto your assembly a man with gold ring and goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment. Ye have respect to him that wear a gay, the gay clothing, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stay thou there, or sit here under my footstool. And ye not then partial yourselves, and are become judges of the evil, evil thoughts. Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love him? But ye despised, you have despised the poor, do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats? And do not they blaspheme the worthy name by the which ye are called? If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, ye do well. But if ye have respect to persons, ye have committed sin and are convinced of the law as transgressors. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend, in one point he is guilty of all. For he that say, do not commit adultery, said also, do not kill. Now if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, Thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye, and do so, uh, so do, as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. For he shall have judgment without mercy, that have shewed no mercy, and mercy rejoices against judgment. What doth it profit, my brethren? Thou a man say, though a man say he have faith and have not works, have faith saved him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute 
of daily food. And one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body. What doth it profit? Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. The devil also believes and trembles. And tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? <clears throat> and of course, this all pertains to what? Loving thy neighbor and has nothing to do with religion. <laughs> but you see religious folks like the Mormons and the Catholics, the New Orthodox, abusing that. But not only that, but also the Protestants and a lot of the death and a lot of other is so when I say that I don't I'm sweeping generalization, I just want to I'm saying the the religious aspects of it, right? You know, the religion part of it. I'm not saying that all Catholics are that way or all you know, Protestants are all whoever are that way, okay? But I guess the more devout you are to whatever it may be, that you, you will be this way. You will become this type of person where you will blindly think that your religious works somehow substitutes with the works that James is talking about, which is, you know, loving thy neighbor, which is in, in God. And, of course, loving God, how do you love God? It's prayer and obedience to him, reading his word, and following the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, and his promptings, and doing things, whatever he takes you, right? And uh, wherever he takes you, or and... Uh, and I really think a big part is actually talking to God and trying to have that continuous relationship with God. It's kind of like um, that walk that, you know, when Adam used to have walking to the, uh, the cool of the evening with the Lord, you know, and just talking with him. yearning that yearningness to want to be with him isn't that what love is really does that desire to want to be with somebody spend time with that person respect that person want to make that person happy please that person Aren't there at least some of the signs of love towards a person? And isn't that the case, at least for most of us, is 
and developing a loving relationship that takes time. It takes uh, effort. It takes um, getting to know that person. You can't just automatically love God without reading his, his book and getting to know him. Uh, and, and prayer, you have to develop a prayer life and uh, seeing what he's done for you and all that kind of stuff. Now, I'm not just preaching at you, folks. I'm, a lot of it's just mental thought, you know what I mean? Me thinking, to, since I don't have anybody else to talk to. So. And, uh, and it's obviously healthier to do this than just to walk around talking to myself. So, um, Yeah, so it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, it seems to me that it's starting to be the case. The one thing about God is I, I don't believe that God rejects you. There's times when he seems like he kind of like pulls away a little bit. It feels that way. Uh, but he doesn't leave you like everyone else seems to do in our lives, either physically through death or they just leave you because... You know, their love for you was not enduring. You know, it didn't last. And whatever the reasons and the causes were. Ultimately, you know, we just because of the fall. Right? So, yeah, love. What is love? You know, uh, a relationship between a man and a woman. You know, time. Time. True love between a man and a woman, it takes time. There's times when it really is amazing, right? And then there's the low times, and there's times when you can't stand each other. And it could be years of that where you just can't stand each other. But then there's if you persevere and there's good communication, or the, that God's in the picture, you allow God in the picture. Um, yeah, there's a healthy of uh, respect, a relationship, a, a partnership, right? Or you just you're more balanced between each other, right? There's a more healthy relationship and respect towards each other. So, but it's uh, it's a lot of work, that's for sure. And we seem to be in a day and age where we don't know how to do that anymore. Oh, maybe it's always been that way. Who knows? Because of the fall, maybe just. It's just, but you know, Satan, is, uh, because of this end times, just it's just thrown some more more things at people to distract them from what really matters, which is first and foremost Jesus Christ, a personal relationship with God, and um, you know, and then you know, if you have as a married couple a great relationship, you know, that's a bonus. But you know, there also there's other relationships, and for many of us. Uh, it's just absolute isolation, and you're not going to have any kind of meaningful relationship period without Jesus. 
and, and drawing near him and then serving him. And then because of serving him, there's some kind of you know, relationships follow. So I'm learning that for real now. It's one thing to talk it that way, you know what I mean? It's another, you know, I guess my Christian walk, it's like, it's one thing to to say, yeah, yeah, I understand. And it's, and it's like, it's one thing to actually being taught that. And for me, I'm thick, 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 I'm not very smart, so. Anyways. So anyway, back to this. Talking about, uh, you know, about the devil, even he believes in God. Okay? There's one God. So, and most of the world believes there's one God at this point. Of course, it's the wrong God, but believe in one God. Uh, Was not Abraham our father justified by works? When he offers Isaac, his son, uh, upon the author, seeth thou how faith wrought with his works? By works was faith made perfect? Question mark. Scripture was fulfilled, which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed upon, or excuse me, unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. Ye see then how that by works a man is justified, not by faith alone. Likewise also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she received the messengers and had sent them out another way. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that ye shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not the if man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us. We turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which thou, though they be so great, are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm whithersoever the governor lifts. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts greater things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. The tongue is a fire, a word of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that defileth the whole body. And set at the fire, set at the fire of the course of nature. And it is the set of, of, on fire of hell. For every kind of beast 
and of birds and of serpents and of things of the sea, and is tamed and it hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of dead poison. There with the blessed we God, uh, uh, even the Father, therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed of blessings and cursings. My brethren, these things ought not be so to be. Doth the foundation send forth the same place sweet, water, and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive branches, either vine, figs? So can no foundation both yield salt, water, and fresh. Who is a wise man and is endowed with knowledge among you? Let him show out the good conversation, his works with meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your heart, glory not. I, I wonder why he, he wants me to read this. Unless I noticed something that my last recording, um, no, just uh, well, a couple things that came to mind. Two last two recordings. One is the mid wrath rash. The Jewish Midrash. First of all, I don't. It's not scripture. So when it talks about the hairy thing, it's just more weight of evidence, uh, historical evidence, that throughout the world that people recognize that demons are hairy things and these big-footed demonics. Just more weight of evidence. Uh, secondly, uh, I noticed that some people, one person in particular, mentioned that about made a comment about my comment about. What happened to North and Central North America, North, Central, and South America uh, when the, it was colonized by Western Europe, really by a relatively small number of people, and the argument was that it was diseased, that was simply the answer why close to probably 200 million people died. And I argued that, you know, a big part of it also is spiritual in nature and that the, the, the demons, because demon worship, spirit worship, because that's the same thing, they're worshiping demons, they weren't worshiping the true and living God, and if you weren't worshiping the true and living God, you were worshiping something else, so those demons, that they, these demons betrayed them and were the reasons why these and the demonic realm is really responsible for a lot of the disease. Uh, betray these people, and that the, that's the reason why a lot of these people died. It wasn't just, you know, because this when you really put things together of what happened, and when you look at how small the number of people that colonized North, Central, and South America. I mean, North America had a larger city than any city in Western Europe, in St. Louis, and that's just the way it was 500 years ago. That's just North America. We know that there was larger cities in Central and South America. So, 
and people will say it was a technology of muskets, and you'll single shot muskets and and cannons. Well, I'm sorry, that <laughs> that wasn't enough to take over the vast number of people, or they'll say it was diseases that came. Still wasn't enough. It's spiritual in nature, and that these demons, the spirits that the Native Americans worshipped, whether people want to hear that or not, it let these people down because that's what they do. Demons, just what they do. Now, if that offends Native Americans, so be it. You know, I'm part Native American, and if that's, and, you know, tradition and cultures doesn't make anything right, make it any more right. And I, I, I'm not. I don't have. I used to have great sympathy for Native Americans, and I used to really lambash and really was brutal at the Europeans and the colonists for what they, and how they treated the Native Americans. And uh, I'm not giving the Europeans any passes, the Jesuits, at all. They're wicked, beyond belief. With a bunch of witches in their own right, the Jesuits and the other uh, the priest class coming out of uh, Eurasia. Uh, the fact of the matter is that we were talking about when it came to um, what happened. Um, God allowed wicked men to overrun other wicked men. The shaman class, shamanism. Is wicked. It's. I mean, I just. I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand with my own eyes in the past since August, and just in my own dealing dealing with them via the internet, and then been sending all this stuff my way in the past month, in particular, in the past week and a half, to know that this is the case. That shamanism is wicked. It is evil. That these shamanism, that this is how they suppressed the masses, and that God used uh, the Catholicism uh, and etc. to get rid of it, to suppress it. Now they want to bring it back, only to suppress us. Um, and yeah, God used Catholicism as a way to, uh, because the truth of the matter of Christianity. It's not a religion that's oppression, oppressive religion. It's not a religion that forces its its will on others. And Jesus doesn't force you to follow him. Jesus doesn't make it mandatory that you take the cookie. In fact, you know, Jesus doesn't make it mandatory at all. If you're one of his, he's going to save you. You are his elect. He's gonna. He's gonna find you. He's gonna love you. You know what I mean. He's gonna. And uh, he's God, and uh, he wants everyone to be saved. And you know, I believe that even though if you're not one of his elect, I think that he, just you know, if you want to be drafted in his family, there's enough prayer and earnest to know God. He'll he'll make you. He'll bring in. He loves you that much. That's what I believe. Now, in the end, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I really do believe that the most wicked of you out there can repent and God can 
shine favor on you and find salvation. That doesn't mean you're not going to pay the price for your wickedness here in this plane of existence, but there's a place in heaven for you. You can repent. You can become a useful servant for him and show the light, salvation, and the gospel. But I'm sorry. Um, I'm no longer going to give the green light to uh, Native Americans. I'm sorry. Native American culture. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Tradition, culture, shamanism, none of that stuff is any good in his own right. You know, when you're dancing and trying to bring in spirits, when you're demon-possessing everybody, when you got shamans that are just tormenting people, that's what they all use it for, is to uh, demon possess people, and uh, you know, there's piano. I know of someone, the people that say, well, they say that they're they're working with Native Americans to bring Jesus in their life. And they're using Native American culture to do that. Well, that's not how it works. It doesn't matter what culture you come from. Jesus is not a respecter of persons of reading this. It's Jesus and Jesus alone. And you can do it. Remember, if you're an Eskimo or you're from Siberia or you're from uh, the Amazon or uh, Pygmy in Africa or wherever you are, you know, you're, uh, you know, a boar in, in, in South Africa or, uh, uh, some, you know, one of the part of the 13 royal families, whatever that is, Illuminati families, you all, we all have, there's only only one solution, it's Jesus Christ. That's the only thing that matters. Jesus is Jesus alone. And your, your culture and tradition is, is going to fade away into the background the more Jesus works on you because you're going to realize that Jesus is God. He's the creator of this world and he's the only thing that matters. It really is the case. And people are going to see that you're fanatical, that you're being childish, and that you're nuts for even thinking these things. And that's okay. Because, you know, the more God works on you, you realize that the world's nuts. The world's following all these silliness, all these traditions they're just bigger sandboxes. They're just playing with toys. But these toys, most a lot of them are just to allow you to be more enslaved and vain traditions of men, whether they're from Native American culture or they're from European culture or they're from Middle Eastern culture or whatever culture. It doesn't matter. And it's not my responsibility to encourage the, the tradition part. In fact, it's a total irresponsibility. Now, you know, you're all sorts of stuff. It's hard for them to trust, you know what? At this point, it's nonsense. It's 2018. People are going to make excuses regardless. Oh, it's the whiteies. No, it's the blacks. No, it's, uh, you know, it's Native Americans. That's their problem. It's this, that, whatever. You know what? It is, the color thing is BS. That was even pushed on us. This is all constructs 
by the ruling elite to divide us. They divide us. You know? That's what happens. It doesn't matter what color of skin are. And the more and more you get closer to Jesus, the more you realize it doesn't matter what color of skin is. It doesn't matter what your tradition is. Your tradition doesn't mean anything. In fact, your tradition is blinding you. It's blinding you, it's blinding you, it's blinding you. And so, it's not my obligation. If I offend anybody because I, you know, I challenge you and your traditions, I'm not sorry. I'm sorry that your traditions mean more than God. God should outweigh your traditions. Flat out. You should be able to give up tradition. God should always come first. I gave up Christmas this year. Yeah, and Satan threw everything to sink at me. And you know what? I have peace for that. I believe God actually blessed me in ways that I never, and I still can't comprehend or fully see today. For just saying, forget it. Forget the tree. I'm not bound before the tree. That God revealed to me what the tree is all about. You know, the tree really is, you know, why did, why, you know, we think about cutting the tree down, cutting it down, why? And then bringing the dead, dying tree into your house. And what are these light, you know, what are the Christmas tree balls really represent, which I really believe represent orbs. Demonic, uh, demonic beings, so. And, uh, you know, as far as the, the demonic realm goes, I, I don't think we can let go, we can let up too much. We have to realize that this is our battle. Our battle is with them. And that uh, that's what our battle is. So my war is not against, uh, you know, uh, flesh, yeah, as in anybody else's battle is not against the flesh. So. All right, we'll just, we've got two more chapters of do the next reading and get into because uh, you know it was, it was a request for me to read these two cha- these two books they're short obviously and um, I don't interject my my, my I, I, and maybe I'm completely wrong you know, I didn't think I was saying anything out of line or anything that was offensive um, I noticed a couple of things that I put on that have Offended family members. I wasn't trying to offend the family members, you know. But the truth is, I have been. Uh, um, I, I, I just I just can't take anything back that I've said. Although I have to say, in the past couple of weeks, uh, I have gotten closer to my some of my family members. One in particular, because of what I've been going through, that'd be my brother. Uh, but uh, because of one one area, and, and, and because of our faith in Jesus, but there's other areas that we still disagree on, and I don't know if the, those disagreements would end up being wedges. I don't want them to be, but you know, I mean, I'm not going to give up on any of the things that God taught me as truth, and I know the truth. I mean, there's certain things. I mean, there's the vast majority of things that you and I have been taught. Uh, that uh, are on the internet 
and definitely on television and public school system and in college are not based on reality. They're lies. They're just flat out lies. And we just barf it out like it's the truth without ever, ever, ever challenging any of it. So, and I think it's our job as followers of the truth to, to, um, to ask that. You know, what is the truth? You know, to challenge it, find out what the truth is to the best of our ability. Of course, it's all going to lead back to Jesus. Jesus' truth. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So, either way, the truth lies. So, anyways. Yeah, we're going to do that. There's a couple other things I'm going to start reading and I'm going to try to do more of. But I, there's so much to do. I don't know where to start and end. It's just like, you know, you, there's so many things. There's so many things I need to do for others. There are people who have been sending me stuff, and I need to do videos of their stuff, even if it's just short ones. I do appreciate what people are sending me. Please keep on sending me your images. Um, I'm not deliberately not, you know, neglecting them or not appreciating what you're doing. Um, I just, you know, it's just like, okay, what do I do today? What's the most important thing today, God? So. And then he reveals something to me, says, you know, this is what, you, okay, I'll do this, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but we'll get around, hopefully we'll get around to it, so. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.